Welcome to this episode of Come Follow Me, A Disciple's Journey. This episode will cover sections 15 and 16 of the Doctrine and Covenants. These are word-for-word identical. Uh, Section 15 is to John Whitmer, and section 16 is to Peter Whitmer. So first thing I'm going to point out, identical. And yet the prophet wrote them both down, and yet the prophet delivered them both separately, because they are individual. Uh, David, David Whitmer received section 14. John and Peter received sections 15 and 16. Um, in their inquiry as to where they, what the Lord wanted them to do. Even if the Lord tells you something that is similar to someone else, it is still to you. The Lord can use re- revelation to someone else, as in section 15 and 16, to speak to you. Because you are still unique and your circumstances and situations are unique and the Lord loves you uniquely. So... Uh, this one thing that stands out from these sections is that these are personal revelations, you know, I mean, to specific individuals. Why were they recorded? So, this is from the Joseph Smith. Um, let's see, actually, this is from Elder John A. Witzo recorded this. He said, The Doctrine of Covenants is a compilation of the revelations received by Joseph Smith to individuals and for the guidance of the church. From the first years of the work, the prophet kept every scrap of paperwork pertaining to the progress of the work. In fact, this care of things that must have seemed trivial is one of the evidences of the sincerity of the man. For example, when John and Peter Whitmer asked for the help, he received for each of them of a revelation substantially the same. This simple revelation is directed to the individual and at first sight has no permanent value for the church, yet as a revelation from God it was preserved and published. An insincere man could have illuminated this and other similar revelations of little consequence. Not so with Joseph. The Lord had spoken, the words were part of the building of the kingdom of God, and the same advice would be useful to many men then and now. When the Lord speaks to you, it's a revelation from God, and we should treasure that. One of the ways that Joseph treasured it was by recording every single one and saving it. Now, I'm not perfect at this, but I try to record things as the Lord speaks to me. I have several journals laying about. I carry one with me in a pocket, tiny little journal. I have one in my office. I've got one next to my bed. Again, I'm not perfect, but it's something that I try to do because I want to at least show the Lord that I am that I value his word. And in, honestly, in hopes that in showing him that I value his word, that he will trust me with more of his word. Uh, Joseph kept every little scrap and recorded every little thing because it was important, because it came from God. The Doctrine and Covenants is a a partial testimony of that, of the things that he received that he wrote down that were then recorded. We get revelation to bishops and the calling of bishops and the calling of people to to missions. Uh, Things that echo and are similar to patriarchal blessings. Those things are no longer recorded in our book of, in our book of, that we carry around in our, in our, hands are in our phone, right? But there's still revelation from God. Uh, that doesn't mean that the, and it, revelation has not ceased in this church. Patriarchal blessings continue to come from uh, set apart and ordained patriarchs. Stakes continue to be organized by those who are in authority, by revelation. The calling of bishops and stake presidencies, the, those are the types of things that we, we read about in the Doctrine and Covenants. Just because they're not recorded there don't make th- doesn't mean they've stopped and doesn't mean that they're any less revelatory. <laughs> As you receive a blessing at the hand of your ministering brother or husband or father or 
whoever. That's a that is a revelation from God to you. As much as this revelation to John and Peter Whitmer through the prophet Joseph was from God to them. Just because you don't pick it up and read it in the 179th section of the Doctrine and Covenants doesn't mean it's not real and not powerful and not important. Um, verse 6 of both sections 15 and 16, I wanted to highlight, and it's they both say, And now behold, I say unto you that thing which will be of the most worth unto you will be to declare repentance unto this people, that you may bring souls unto me, that you may rest with them in the kingdom of my Father. Missionary work. Share the gospel. That's the most important thing. Elder Rudd, uh, Roger Clausen of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, uh, this is from 1901, said, Cast your minds back to the early days of the church, and there stood this man, John Whitmer, recently come to the Church of Christ. Various occupations in which he might engage were before him. He had the opportunity to labor upon the farm, to engage in merchandising, follow mining, study a profession of medicine or law, or to adopt one of many other occupations in which men employ themselves. The question he asked at the time was, what would be the most worth to him? By his industry and thrift, he might acquire the wealth of a Gould or a Vanderbilt. He might obtain a beautiful home, well furnished in every detail and most desirable for the comfort and convenience of himself and his family. He might obtain worldly renown in one of the professions and by study and reflection become a skillful practitioner in medicine or a wise and able lawyer. I say these opportunities were before him because the country was before him. We all live in this free country, and they, the way is open to you and to me, as it was to this man. He stood there in this situation, not having been trained long in the gospel of Christ, and I say unto you, for it is on record here, that a voice came to that man from the eternal worlds, and that voice set at rest in him every doubt, every dubity, uh, every fearful anticipation. At a critical time in his life, when he must choose which way to go, the voice said unto him, that which would be of most worth unto him was to declare repentance unto the people and bring souls unto Christ. This message was of such importance that it came to him with sharpness and with power. It was the voice of Jesus Christ. I think we can all learn something uh, from that, obviously. That there is something that is of most worth to us. What can that be? And we're going to read it as we get into section 18 next week. Bringing one soul. That's what's of, of most importance. This the soul that you can you have complete power over to bring and to preach to and to cry repentance to is yourself. And then your family. And then those around you in your, in your sphere and circle of influence. President Ballard has said, Don't ever forget, brothers and sisters, that you and I have in our possession the very points of doctrine that will bring people to the Lord. It'll bring them and put them on the path that ends in what? Where will it end? Eternal life. and uh, Unity with the Lord. He continued, The restored gospel of Jesus Christ has within it the power to bring deep and abiding happiness to the human soul, something that will be valued and cherished for the rest of time and for all eternity. We're not just trying to get people to join our church. We are sharing with them the fullness of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. But as powerful as our message is, it cannot be imposed or forced upon the people. It can only be shared heart to heart, soul to soul, spirit to spirit, by being good neighbors and by uh, caring and showing love. And that's the thing that will be of the most worth to us, just as it was to John and Peter Whitmer. Uh, Thanks for listening to this episode. Hope you'll join me in the next episode as we talk about the three witnesses to the Book of Mormon and section 17 of the Doctrine and Covenants.